We're day drinking. We're day drinking. We're day drinking. Day drinking. Welcome to the day drinking debate. We're day drinking. Day drinking. (laughs) Even though it's not really a debate, but I like alliteration, so we're going day drinking debate. Uh, This is kind of a spinoff or a a, a one shot maybe of the Bar Banter podcast where instead of having our normal three topic format, we're just going to talk about maybe one thing and just kind of shoot the shit for maybe half an hour and get to talk about things that we don't normally get to talk about on the podcast. But first, Richard Madison, what what are you drinking? Uh, Tonight? I am actually having a tequila sour tonight. Mm. Um, wow. Yes. yes, I know I've ruined my, my AF. I indeed sometimes I just gotta surprise did, you, did you with my classiness. That? It's like foamy. I did, yes, yes, yes. Damn girl. Here's my here's my backup one I made, and I'm I'm ready to switch. I'm off. proud of you. Question. Question yes. to the ignorant such as myself. A Margarita is made with tequila, lime, and and sour mix, which is sour. Is is a not all margaritas have sour mix. It's usually or orange liqueur or orange. Sure, some sort of citrus. If you want to call what I'm drinking a margarita, I'm not mad. That's what I was was like. Is a a is a tequila sour a fancy margarita? I'm I'm legitimately asking. I don't know. I wouldn't be mad if you. I would be mad. I wouldn't be mad at that. Okay. Okay. I'm not mad. Yeah. So, in other words, I'm drinking fancy, high, classy AF margarita. Drew, what are you drinking? I'm going for my tequila ginger beer, as per usual, just because it's everything I have in my house right now. Travis, what are you drinking? I am drinking, I hadn't had it before, I don't think. I'm drinking Woodford rye. Just got it today because I was in the mood for a rye. Don't usually do rise, but I was like, you know what? Today's going to be a rye day because we're doing a uh, a day drinking podcast. And need, I got switched up. Got to do something different. Probably shouldn't drink hard liquor during the day while we're recording this at 9 p.m. at night. Words, math. It's madness, right? Like March madness. I'd say it's maddening because I don't know where to buy nice, not nice, fancy socks. That is maddening. That's what I'm struggling with. What? But it is March, so yours is probably more appropriate. That's fair. You need you want, like dress socks, Rick? Well, so like fun dress. I, socks. I mean, dress socks, yes, but like sports Hawks. dress socks uh, and quacks themed, themed, yes, themed. Mm-hmm. themed so funny themed socks. dress socks, not like Argyle, which I now know what is true after our <laughs> high school experience. <laughs> you. Good out of you. <laughs> anyway, we grow, you know, wow. throughout time. It really, we grow. It... Anyway, wanted to give you guys a little background on March Madness for those of you listening who don't know. March Madness is a single elimination tournament played each spring, currently featuring 68 college basketball teams. The tournament was created in 1939 by the Ooh. National Association of Basketball Coaches and was the idea of Ohio State coach 
Harold Olson. It has become extremely, extremely popular in culture to predict the outcome of each game, even among non-sports fans. It's estimated that tens of millions of Americans participate in a bracket pool contest every year. Employers have also noticed a change in behavior of employees during this time. They have seen an increase in the number of sick days used, extended lunch breaks, and even the rescheduling of conference calls to allow for more tournament watching. That is off of the Wikipedia site for March Madness. And I I, I, I was just trying to get a background and I read that statement. I was like, that is so true. And that is a perfect segue Mm -hmm. into... What's your favorite part about March Madness? And to me, my favorite part of March Madness is taking an extended lunch break with my coworkers, finding a bar, having a beer and some wings, and in the middle of the day, watching at least a game. Or even if you can't get out to lunch, usually you'll walk by some coworker's desk and they'll have it streaming on their laptop. I know at the last company I used to work for, we actually had our own building and at the very top of the building was a a, a kind of a bar lounge area with giant projector screens that we absolutely put March Madness on and we would watch Mar- March Madness up there. So I just love the, the camaraderie around it. Like the brackets are cool. I think that's fun. That adds a little bit of like talking points to it, but just I love that the world... I say the world, America kind of stops for about a week and a half, two weeks. Like nothing really gets really done during that two, this two weeks. And everyone's just, uh, they're kind of all in on this one magical time of year. I'm going to, I'm going to jump in on that because that's sort of my favorite thing as well. And so my favorite and least favorite, not to jump ahead, revolve around the culture of March Madness. So I do appreciate that even I I will say I am not, not that I don't dislike college basketball, but on the list of sports that I enjoy, it, it is, you know, near the bottom of the top five. Low. It's lower on the list. However, as Travis was saying, I appreciate that I could through the workday. And even when we were in high school, mm-hmm. like, it was just accepted that somebody somewhere on a computer was going to be displaying March Madness on a TV, streaming it. And even if like it, the sound wasn't on, it was just on. I could peek in and I could be like, oh, what's this game on? I don't care. Like, I don't care about Liberty University and the University of North Wyoming rejects. Like, but it's going to be on someone's computer and I could hang out for a second and I can bond with Bob over classic Bob. Bob, Bob, Bob's going to do it. I have six bosses, Bob. Anyways, but that's my favorite. I agree with that, that it's just, it's going to be on. It's generally accepted that, especially during the beginning of March Madness. Yes. That, you know, it's just on, it's a thing. It's a, it's, it is the white noise of the office during that time frame. is my favorite. I'm, I, I'm in a similar vein with Rick on this. <clears throat> the only real sport that I actually pay attention to truly is the NFL and I can barely do that. But I, I will say, even like Rick said, even through through high school, uh, do I care about March Madness? No. Have I filled out a bracket pretty much every year, some kind or another, and you know, done the $20 betting pool 
that you guys do it that's part of the camaraderie for me is it's it's kind of like like fantasy football light yeah. where i don't have to change anything week to week um i can fill out these this bracket where i don't even really understand or know i'm trusting that these seeds are in place for a reason and i'm usually just picking the team based on how funny their name is or how awesome their mascot is. But yeah, that, that especially working um, in the jobs I've worked is like you, I mean, you have a staff of 20 people and everybody goes in for the bracket and some people are so zoned in on it as to like the actual breakdown and the science and they're watching ESPN to see what the, you know, I'm trying to figure figure out who's going to upset who and whatever. And then you have fucking Martha over here who's like, ooh, that looks fun. And I'm fucking just going to pick Martha. all these people. <laughs> and she ends up winning because she has the most complete racket at the end just due to sheer chance. So I do like, I like the camaraderie of the like bracket filling out process and that usually that like bunch of people coming in with a huge spectrum of either really loving the sport and caring about this and getting really mad when their bracket goes down in flames to the person who has no clue what's going on um, and just fills it up for the fun of, you know, being involved in it. I love it. I love it. Rick, you alluded to kind of our next talking point, which was what's the worst thing about March Madness? So this may not be the worst thing, but is the thing I find the worst. And Drew, I both love and hate that you called it uh, fantasy football light because it solidifies my point, but also destroys it simultaneously. <laughs> but I, I think everyone will at least Wait, understand what? where I, I love when I, love I say it, you'll you'll understand. Okay, okay, um, okay. So the thing that I find annoying, and again, as I said, it's my favorite and least favorite thing is about the culture of March Madness. The thing that I find annoying is that we just accept, and before I even say this, I want to say that I understand why it's this way, but I still hate it. We accept that multiple brackets are allowed. I mm. want the mm. bracket of truth. Or, and I get it. If you want to fill out, you know one bracket where you do it off mascots, you know, for the, the lottery league and okay, I'm one with my friends for bragging rights. So I'm picking who I really think will win. Okay. And I get why it is, but I want to, I want to say that everyone should get one bragging bracket. Mm, and that yes. is the one that you think yes. actually will happen. And then if you want to submit other brackets, like if you want to Twitter somebody and say, Hey, if I have a perfect bracket, Will you go on a date with me and you do whatever you want? Fine. I'm all for it. I'm supportive. But with the bracket that you get to brag about, you must identify. And then the other ones, I don't want to hear it. Unless, of course, like you Twitter Taylor Swift or, you know, Jennifer Aniston. And you're like, if I get a perfect bracket, will you go on a date with me? And they say yes. And then, you know, you, fine. You, you brought that scenario up twice. Is that? Is that from life experience? Not from me. I would pull up. I don't remember the Twitter handle, mm. but there's some, there's someone, there's a, I don't know how to phrase this respectfully, but there is an attractive female golf. I don't know if she's a golfer or just covers golf. Yes. It may be both. I think she's um, a golfer if I know who you're talking about. But yes, it's, and it maybe I'm going to get Sophia something maybe. Anyways, very attractive lady. Someone 
added her on Twitter and was like, if I get a perfect bracket, will you on a date with me? She said, yes. And she's like, but you must screenshot your bracket. And so that is why I've brought it up. I don't remember who it is. I like, I like that concept in general, just to like, you can have as many bracket pools as you want, but if you're legitimately trying, you have to submit the same teams throughout each one. Yes. Because you have, you're taking a stance. That's it. I granted, I, as an avid fantasy football player, like to hedge my bets across the different teams I have. Sure. So that That's if one, one team you know, fails, got real money involved in it, and a chance to change the outcome if things right. There's an entire go season. poorly. There's a lot like it's it's four months versus two weeks. So, right. but I think yeah, for for two weeks where everything's already kind of set in stone for the most part, uh, yeah, just man up, own your bracket. And yeah, if you want to have a mascot one because you want to be silly, that's fine. And if it happens to win, that's, I think, hilarious. And I think you kind of kind you could kind of brag about winning your the one you didn't try on. But like, yes, but like for if you're trying to be serious for those out there are trying to be serious, I think we just set a precedence that you get one. I don't want to call it bracket. You want you, you get one. Uh, yeah, whatever. You want. Yes. Yeah. You get one bracket. And you I will only be impressed by one bracket if it is correct. Right. And you have to tell me which one. You right. don't get eight, and then you say, oh, you know, these two are great. Nay. I want the one. The bracket of truth, if you will. Yes, yes. The chosen That's bracket. That's what I want. The only question I have for you, Rick, so somebody like me who doesn't give a shit, and I'm not going to do any research whatsoever sure. on the actual teams. I'm basically going off the seed numbers and maybe some hearsay I've heard around the bar or whatever. If I if I am invited into a pool where it's a bunch of serious people who and I blatantly tell them I'm not doing any extra work on this. I'm gonna pick and choose just based on my random thoughts. Do I still get to brag about that? You get one. Yes. To me, you get one. So if and if that is how you decide, if you if you want to say so if the I, if I lose that one, but I win, win the mascot one, I I only get to choose one of those two to be like, oh yeah, I I fucking knew it based on the the mascots. Yes, I'll allow it. Like okay. I don't care what right. your reasoning. No, I'm I don't care what your reasoning is. Now I'm in, Rick. Yeah, yeah. But no, you fully get, on, fully you on board. pick one bracket okay. that, that I will sense. judge you off of. And if that is you flipped a coin or you put the dog bowl out and your dog picked it or you did the, I don't, I, yeah, I don't care why, but you get okay. one bracket nope. that I'm impressed with. Other than that, you don't get to say, well, I did eight on this one. I, you know, to shift it a little bit, March Madness is amazing up uh, at the beginning. Now, the quality of basketball that's played in some of the games is not great. So like the, which um, makes it the best. Eh, I meant like, like sometimes it's hard to watch. Not great. Yeah. yeah like, that's fair. Like, because they, at the end of the day, they're all so college students. They haven't peaked. Right. Um, so like the Somehow, 10, the 10, seven game, right. May not be, it might end up being 68 to, to 72, it wasn't really a close game, but the you know it, whatever. And that's kind of boring. But there's so many games on it; doesn't really matter because you can find one that is going to be exciting, and there's going to be maybe a potential upset. What 
I hate about college basketball, or at least March Madness, is that it's so there's so many games that first week, and then they drag it out mm. for so long for like mm. the last. And yes, I understand they've played two games already, maybe three games, and they're tired and you want to give them a break. But like they go from having ten it's games basketball. a day, whatever it is, to one game a day for like a week and a half and I get what you're saying i need it to it. be i need it to be faster i need it to be like i i i know i know it's a money grab i know they want to extend it have more commercials have more days about have more talking points to get to the nfl draft because that's the next big thing after this make it faster just like just condense it a little bit up mm. the tempo and that's the that's, that's my biggest gripe no i like it travis i one of my things about just basketball in general um, is there are so many games just in the, the the season, and I feel the same way about baseball. There are so many games because if you look at it kind of objectively compared to other sports, they're, they use up relatively less like physical exertion, if that makes sense, compared to like football or hockey or uh, soccer. Um, Ice hockey? Yeah, ice hockey, as opposed to you know field hockey or right. uh, roll, roller roller, as we discussed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it, it's the I, I get it. What you're saying, Travis, of like, okay, like you can play these games back to back to back to back to back, unless somebody gets like grievously injured, which doesn't happen as much in basketball. Yeah, it happens, but not as much. Like it, the the turnaround time on recovery, I feel like for basketball is less than most other sports i want to change my answer based off where this is going my okay. new least favorite thing is now march madness needs to be 24 7 non-stop yeah. back no, to back game. until yeah. we get a winner <laughs> yeah. like i don't want any breaks as soon as your game is done next one up i that's what i want do it, Rick. Do it like a cheerleading competition. Everybody comes to Vegas for the yes. weekend. Yes. And everyone... all the teams show up. We do them back to yes. back on courts next to yes. each other, kind of like yes. the Olympics. You In have four courts. Gym. And we just yes. go back to back to back to back to boom. And then maybe for the last four games, skip a week. Sure, and then do all of the like no. Saturday or Not Friday, weeks. Friday, Maybe a Friday. day, a I'll day, one day. Yeah, <laughs> let's make one it day. I love it. March we just solved it. We let's, yeah, let's make it. show Mad. over. <laughs> yes. All right, all right, all right. Let's move on. Let's move on, guys. Stop. Let's move on. Get it. We're off topic. Let's get back on it because we're day drinking. Stop yelling at me, Travis. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm ruining my day drinking vibe. I don't appreciate it. You're right. You're right. You're right. This is supposed to be chill. You're right. You're right. This is supposed to be chill. Guys, what what's your what's your strategy? When when you're filling out a bracket, what's your go-to? What do you do? How do you what's your thought process in filling out a bracket? Whenever I fill out a a bracket, I go blue blood or name, you know, traditional. Mm -hmm. I pick the traditional Mm -hmm. team in the matchup. And then each round I pick an upset. Yeah. Based based off of feel alone. So I pick the traditional names in my win. And then, you know, on the round of 64, I'm I look at the 
the 11 and by upset i mean like a true upset not like a five over a six i mean like a a 16 over a two or something like that and then obviously as the bracket progresses maybe i get a five over a six but that's that's typically how i do a bracket so how do you choose personally like like if i'm looking at a one versus a 16 in the 60 round of 64 versus like a the five to 12 which one of those is going to be the upset are you more likely to go with like the five versus 12 seed as the upset or the one versus 16 or is it name name recognition so for example not trying to trigger anybody i'm just going to pick four random teams so i'm going to so like i'm i'm going to say kentucky is going to win because you know they're traditionally Yep. Kansas stuff like that, and so I'm I drew for me. I'm pick. I'm looking for the bracket buster upset. So like the the sixteen over a one or the fourteen. And I don't know how I closed the link that Travis sent, mm-hmm. but you know the number two, whoever plays the number two seed, like that sort of upset. I'm looking for the bracket buster upset, the big not one. the uh, not like just a you know you technically were a higher seed and I was a lower seed and beat you. I'm not looking for that. That's really interesting because I think up until I think it was like three years ago, a number 16 had never beaten a number one ever in the almost, I guess it was 80 years or 90 years at that point. A, a low seed has never beaten a number one seed. And I know you I were the- talking more like the five twelve matchup or the six eleven matchup. But so were... to be a little more specific on that, so I'm going to pick the number, if I do pick a one seed, it's going to be the, of the four, so yeah, four number ones, I'm going to pick the lowest powerhouse name to be my upset. To be upset. Because so I know eventually, essentially I'm saying they're not going to win the championship, so why have them go any further? Farther. So I, I'm not a completionist in terms of... Ah. I want the most accurate bracket. I want my final four and that, that kind of thing okay. to be accurate, I guess, is the real answer to the question. I pick my final four. Teams. You're looking at big picture. Yes. Yes. Over. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Go ahead, Drew. If, I, if I'm really, truly, and it's been probably five years or so since I'm really, truly filled out a bracket because I cared. I, I'm in a similar vein to Rick. I think, whereas I'm, as somebody who's not going to do the research, I'm trusting the seed numbers. I vaguely know some of the bigger teams out there. And if I have a question, I'm just going to Google. Like if it's a, you know, mm-hmm. a, a a six versus 11 or a seven versus 10, I'm going to look it up and be like, okay, who's saying what about what team? And then just kind of choose based on that. I don't necessarily think I go for upsets as much. Unless uh, like like Rick does, like where it's a big a big upset, but I I will choose, you know, a team that's seated lower occasionally just based off hearsay. So it's not I mean it's not the most scientific, but I'm trusting the people who spent thousands of hours doing research on this and have put up other brackets to do that work for me. For the so most part, it's funny you mentioned that because. The people who do thousands of hours of, of of research statistically don't have an advantage over person who yeah. either picks by color or picks no upsets whatsoever. So I know at, 
for this year for my company bracket, I'm just going. I, I'm I'm playing. I'm trying to play to win. I'm doing no upsets. Just doing no upsets because I I I just want the money. I like it. Like at the end of the day. However, traditionally, I'm a big advocate of defense wins championships. That's usually I would say eight times out of ten relatively accurate. There's obviously exceptions, but most of the time that's true. So when and ESPN actually does a pretty good job of this once they release their bracket is you can click on the matchup in each matchup and it'll, they'll give the points for the points against the turnovers, the rebounds, the steals, all, not like huge numbers and maybe uh, wins against top 10, things like that. And if I'm having trouble deciding, right? So if like, obviously right now the bracket I'm looking at, it's not accurate potentially Alabama right now is playing Northern Kentucky Alabama's winning that game like it's happening right I don't need to look at the stats for that but when I'm looking at maybe the 413 or the 611 or the 314 one of those like not they're a little bit closer in skill I'm looking at who has the better or has the lower points for who has the more rebounds and who has the more turnovers. That's who I pick to win the game. Cause usually it's fair. Th that's going to be the case. However, the reason why I'm going away from that strategy, that strategy this year is because I never win March Madness. <laughs> I don't, I use that strategy for like 10 years. It doesn't work. Don't do that. I, I want to think it does. It doesn't work. So, I'm just going no upsets. I might pick one just for shits, uh, especially shout out to Kansas State. Who do who motherfuckers are the uh, 14 seed currently right now? My alma mater. I'm at least getting them past the first round. At least. After that, eh, we'll see who they play. But that's 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 my strategy. Who are they even scheduled to play yet? Do we know that yet? I mean, I uh, so again, set, they but... don't have they don't have actual brackets out right now. The way ESPN is predicting this is they are currently playing the number three seed of Marquette. So, actually, I, possible like that's one of the ones where I'm like, that's not a blue bud, blue blue blood. Probably a pretty good chance of an upset right there. Now, will they get past Michigan State in the next round? Probably not. Are you even looking to see this? Uh, ESPN.com slash ESPN slash feature story slash story slash they're in the Midwest Kansas Midwest. City bracket. Okay. Uh fourth. Ah, okay. Fourth, all right, third, all right. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Kansas State you. Marquette. I just needed the region. All right. Yeah. Should have, should have let you read the entire, the entire. I, <laughs> bro, just keep going, bro. That could be the whole podcast. Predictions <laughs> hashtag colon <laughs> dash text equals one percent twenty is percent. To kind of wrap this up, we don't need to go into details. But who who do you got? Who who who's gonna who's gonna win? Who's gonna score the the buckets and and cut down the nets? For March Madness 2023. I know so little about college dart throw. 
basketball that I I literally am. I'll let one of you two um, make a more informed decision while I look at the lists and choose which mascot I like the best. Informed decision? I don't know. I <laughs> yeah. I, again, this is not. I I am not typically a a bracket filler outer. Um, it's a technical term. Yep. Thank you. Belmont's not on here. Uh, huh. Yeah. So you know what? Uh, give me Kennesaw State to, <laughs> to win it all. Um, Hell yeah. Fuck it. As a former attendee of one semester of the school. Who 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 are they playing against, Rick? Who are they playing against to win it all? Why? Why would you why would you do that to me? Um <laughs> I need the point spread too. <laughs> uh all right, I give up. I don't know. Uh is Kansas on that side or are they on there? No, nope, Kansas, Kansas State would have to beat Kansas to get there. Give me Alabama. They're gonna play Alabama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, you can go fuck they've yourself got, with the point spread. They've got heart. <laughs> they've got heart. They want it more. Uh, I'm going to go for my prediction. I'm going to go the Bruins of UCLA. Why? I don't really know. To win it? Yeah. They're number one seed. I'm more confident in my Kennesaw State. Than no, no. They're, uh, they're number two overall in the country. Like, they're uh, they're a good team. Where Drew, who who's gonna win? Oh Lord. Um please please just don't name the school, name the mascot, and that would make me happy. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, okay. I, I was gonna <laughs> fighting okra is not an option, Drew. <laughs> no, fighting okra is not an option. Um I was gonna go Baylor. Ooh, the Bears. All right. That's just kind of, I like the name. Um, I that's like a fair, that's going back to the alliteration. I see what you're doing. Yeah, there, I like uh, it. Yeah, I do like Bears, Beats, and Battlestar Galactica. So, yeah, I'll take that as a, a solid a solid pick um, against fuck it. Um, there you go. That a boy. Kennesaw State. <laughs> <laughs> Why not 2023? But they beat that's but right. Beat, Why not? But they beat Kennesaw State in the finals. <laughs> um, to to support my argument, UCLA is ranked sixth in points allowed with sixty points per game. So they got they got a suffocating defense. Yeah, but points as, don't go as far on the West Coast as, as it does on the East Coast. You're right. So I am now. I'm lost. Don't worry about it. It's not supposed to make sense. That, yeah, that was that was that was a free throw for Rick. Um, uh, anyway, guys, this was this was fun. I'm glad we got to uh, just they drinking, they drinking, 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 drinking. Um, now it's time for bed, and now it's time for bed. <laughs> and hopefully, I wish you all good luck on your brackets. Oh, we should have a Bar Banter Podcast sponsor bracket pool for all of our 12 followers. Just thinking that we should do brackets. That would be awesome. But just remember, this is our podcast. Oh, wait, guys. I completely forgot. We did a poll. Yeah, who won? On the Twitter. And drum roll. Travis, put in a drum roll right here. Um, drumroll, the next president of the Bar Banter podcast. Did we tie? Is Richard Madison. Oh, 
fuck. <laughs> that was way too loud. Your mic didn't pick that up your, at all. Your mic totally okay. squashed that. So thank you all for voting, Richard. I hope that you take this podcast in a in a, in a direction. <laughs> I fully we definitely had a direction. A direction. Dibs on vice president. <laughs> this was fun. Guys, follow us on Twitter, on YouTube, on uh, Facebook, maybe Instagram. I don't know. Whatever you want. I don't care. We don't care because this is our podcast and you're just along for the ride.